What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the top two, not two podcasts in the world. Episode two, also take two. Lots of twos here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Xander. I'm here with the boys. What's up? It's Hank back again. Timothy over here. It's Tyler. Um, so we had a pretty eventful weekend, actually. Oh, yeah. Xander's family's in town, so we got a couple guests in our house. Couple as well. as well. Yeah, got a couple dogs. <laughs> it's hectic. But we main thing that happened this weekend was Xander had his first jiu-jitsu tournament. So first jiu-jitsu tournament for any of us. And so I just want to hear a little bit about how you thought that went, um, some takeaways that you had from it. Um, are you going to be competing again? Let the people know, that, let them hear what they want to hear. Before that, let's just say my boy should have got first. Yes, the I dude, agree. He went against Sandbagging. Mm-hmm. We don't like that. He realistically should have been in a higher division. Mm-hmm. It but, is what it is, though. Yeah. Kid's yeah. been wrestling his whole life, but yeah. it's all right. We grew from it. We learned from it. You win some, you learn some, you know. Yep. But... I mean, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. I was honestly, like, nervous at first and excited at the same time. But um, I had a good start to the day. Woke up early, um, did my morning devotions, made a good breakfast, went outside, soaked in the sun for a little bit, meditated, got the mind right. Uh, We just bought an inversion table, so I used that for a little bit just to Mm -hmm. decompress. So started the morning off right, just getting right mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, tuning in. And then, yeah, we went to the tournament, um, won the first few matches. Mm-hmm. First two. It was impressive, yep. not going to lie. That was yeah, sick. That was got really tap cool. out and won by points And the other ones. So. Appreciate the support. And yeah. that last match, um, it went well, but I feel like I just made like a mental error during yeah. it, which ultimately like uh, made me lose because I was fighting from the bottom pretty much the rest of the time mm-hmm. from there. Um, I went for a guillotine. I halfway had it in, but I didn't have it fully locked in, and I committed to it when I wasn't fully locked in yet. So when I went to my back, uh, he slipped out of it, and then changer. from there it was pretty much me just trying to. Then he just laid on top of you like I lay on top of Hank. Yeah, it, was it's, just <laughs> it surprised no me how short the rounds were. Yeah, like, only four minutes. Like that's that's a skill in itself. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, four minute rounds, only one round. Yeah. And so there really wasn't a lot of room for error. It's like if you mess up, then you're pretty much fighting back the whole time. So yeah. you got to be on top of it for sure. Mm-hmm. No it was a lot of fun, though. Definitely learned. Got to feel the pressure and see what it was like to roll live. Are you going to do another one? Um, yeah, I definitely want to. i got to check out when the next ones are. Nice. There's one this upcoming weekend, but it's Super Bowl week, and we have some mm-hmm. people coming down for that. So. Yep. That's um, not an option. Yeah. Definitely want to do it again. And future. now you got some bling in your room. He's got that second yeah. place medal yeah. hanging came out. Home with, came home with some hardware. Happy yeah. about it for the first one, but definitely still room to grow. No big deal. It's casual. Yeah. It made me want to go out there and compete. It made me want to fuck Hank up, honestly. Well, buddy, chill. <laughs> I was sitting behind him, and I he's lucky I didn't throw in that near rear naked choke i had tyler in the yeah, coach's yeah. corner over there yeah greatest coach of all time he won that he won the one match that he won by submission i was his coach so yeah hey he that's not a coincidence he's hitting a few good pointers to me yeah i was okay, carrying the coaching division <laughs> so recently on my fitness social media page i have a fitness page um i've been getting a lot of people asking me questions about how i've bulked and cut and done my whole transformation 
because I posted this video that it was like my three month progress and it got a lot of views. So a lot of people have been DMing me, asking me questions about that. So I just want to come on here and explain a little bit about some things that I've done and how I've gotten to from where I started to where I am now. So like I originally started working out in like 2020. I played college football in 2020. When I left that, I was really self-conscious. I put on the freshman 20, so I was a little bit self-conscious about the way I looked, a little chubby. And so I got super anorexic where I was eating only like one to two meals a week. And I went from a healthy 220 to around 180, which for my some of my size is not healthy. And so me and my brother like slowly started getting into working out. And it started off as like a job and a chore, but eventually it turned into something that we became really passionate about. And like we wanted to do all the different things. We wanted to get really dialed in on our nutrition, make sure that we were doing the best exercises. So we'd spent countless hours doing research on different things, figuring out the best way to bulk and cut. So over the last two years or so, I probably gained and lost between my bulks and cuts around 150, 160 pounds, um, which is pretty awesome. And so what I've been doing to kind of make that easy on myself is I bulk for about nine months and then cut for three to four months. And so when I'm bulking, I'm just eating as much as I can. Basically, I force feeding myself five to eight meals a day, depending on what I'm doing. And the biggest thing for me was when I started tracking my calories and paying attention to my diet a lot more. So when I started adding up all my calories and comparing it, I use my Apple Watch. My Apple Watch tells me exactly how many calories I burned. I made a TikTok about it, so you can look at my TikTok page for that. Um, but I once I figured out how to know the exact amount of calories that I burned, I just compared that with how much I'm eating, so I'm always in a surplus or deficit. So it's like there's no variability. There's no questions. I know exactly how much I need to be eating in order to be gaining weight. So... I just consistently did that and consistently paid attention. You don't really have to work out that much in order to see a lot of progress. I'd say the biggest things, most important things, are that you control what's going into your body. So if you're just putting alcohol and Cheetos in your body, like you're never going to see progress. But if you really control what's going into your body, um, you'll see a lot more progress. And then another thing that I saw was when I started tracking my macronutrients. So that kind of goes hand in hand when you're tracking your calories you can also see your macronutrients. So when I started eating one to one and a half grams of protein per pound of body fat, that's when I really started to see muscle growth because I was just giving my body what it needs to um, build muscle. And so I just saw a lot of progress that way. When I started cutting, biggest thing for me was to then as much as I didn't want to cut super, super slowly, like one pound a week, Um, one pound every week or maybe two pounds, but, um, really taking it slowly because the most important part was my muscle. I wanted to keep on my muscle. So I had to make sure that I was cutting that at a super, um, low level and, um, which it just, it's something you have to be patient with consistent with, but anybody that's been in the gym lifting weights, you know, that to see that progress, you have to be consistent. Consistency is key. Yeah. So a lot of people always ask me too, uh, what like split I have, what, like the magic split is to get big and like there's not really a perfect answer to that it's really just whatever works best for you and like i always tell people it doesn't necessarily matter if you're doing the most optimal exercise what matters is that you're really working your muscles so there's no curl that's going to give you 
more gains than another curl. It's just really about like working your bicep in that instance. And so a lot of people ask me like what specific exercises I do. It doesn't really matter as long as you're giving your body what it needs and then beating your body up when you're working out. You're going to see progress if you do that consistently over and over again. And recovery as well. That's a huge yeah. aspect as well. Sometimes Definitely. recovery is more important than getting in the gym. You just got to listen to your body and mm-hmm. understand what's best in that case. Yeah, I totally agree. That being said, I, for myself and my personal splits, I like to rotate every two or three months on what I'm doing because I get really sick and tired of doing the same thing. So I like to switch it up. But right now, I'm currently on a push-pull leg split, which is pretty regular. I also have uh, a four-day split. Then I rotate between four days, and then I do a rest day, four days, then I do a rest day, and then a five-day split, five days, do a rest day, five days, do a rest day. Then I also have been doing an Arnold split where I'm working out seven days a week. Um, I started off doing that one. I haven't done that one in a couple months. but um, So there's just all different types of splits. I just recommend switching it up. Um, people are always like, you got to shock the muscle, but that's not really a thing. You just kind of have to do different things. Like I understand it because if you do the same exact curl every single time, and you don't do a different variation, you're not going to work the other muscles. So you have to do different exercises, do different things like that. But And it's good to switch it up too, just so mm-hmm. you're not burning yourself out. Yeah. Like you're going to get burnt out if you're doing the exact same thing every time. Mm-hmm. With my clients, like that's my biggest thing is every month I make it, every month or two months I make a new workout program for them because I, it, I, especially starting out, it gets so boring. Like if you don't love the exercises, which most people don't when they start out, like it gets really boring to do, which I think and Hank, you saw that when you started like lifting out all the time. Yeah. Cause you didn't like, you know, didn't necessarily fall in love with it right away. So I'm still struggling with that. It's yeah. hard. Like I enjoy doing jujitsu way more than going mm-hmm. to the gym. It's, it's still something I struggle with every day. Yeah. Which I think I struggled with it for a while, but eventually like I, I think the thing that makes lifting so easy for me, the thing that makes me want to do it so much is because i've seen the progress yeah and like i've seen the muscle growth i've seen the weight loss i've seen the weight gain like i've seen all of the progress so at first i was like f this f this f this i hate doing it because i would do it for like three weeks and i wouldn't see any progress but i think i learned a big life lesson in that that everything in life everything is all about consistency it doesn't matter if you're building a business building a relationship building anything building your body like consistency discipline that's what's going to make the progress so that's like a big thing that i got out of lifting and like you said like you mentioned that when you and your brother started it seemed like a chore in the beginning Mm -hmm. and i feel like in the beginning it kind of feels like a chore and you got to have to force yourself to do it until it becomes a part of your daily routine and the habit because once it becomes a habit and it starts feeling wrong to not go and to not show up. Yeah. Then it's a lot easier because you know it's part of your daily routine. Mm-hmm. That's what I always but tell my clients. In the beginning, you kind of have to force yourself to do it until you start enjoying it and falling in love with it. Yeah. And it definitely grows on you. It takes a while too, but and, that's sorry. what I've been telling all my clients is like, once they get to the point where they're pissed that they didn't meet with me that week or they didn't go to the gym on their own, that's when you know that it's a lifestyle habit, which the biggest thing with health and fitness is building positive lifestyle habits. In my personal training course, like the main thing that they outlined, 50% of the whole book was about different lifestyle habits and trying to 
train people to just switch little small habits in their day. So like say they're driving home from work and they always see a Burger King and they're just nutty for Burger King. Yeah. They can't stop. Or they can't drive by a Burger King and not stop. So what, what can you do? You can either try and fight that temptation and drive by it and just be like, no, I can't have it. Or you can change the way that you go home from work. So like there's just so many different things that like the main thing that personal training taught me was to change little lifestyle habits so that each part of your lifestyle represents your goals and where you want to be. Because it's yeah, like yeah. if you're consistently just the same way, if you're consistently working out, you're consistently lifting, you're consistently treating your body like a temple. It's the opposite. Or it's the same thing. Same thing. The opposite way. If you're consistently eating like shit, consistently being lazy, consistently doing nothing, you're going to deteriorate in the same way. And it's one step, one brick at a time. Yeah. You know, you're, it's not going to, all the results aren't going to come overnight. It's a process. You got to take it one day, one step at a time and a hundred steps in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's a hundred steps from where you would have been if you wouldn't have taken at least that one step forward each day. Yeah. You it's know? like, and once you start seeing that progress, it's so motivating. Mm-hmm. Like it makes it so much easier to oh, yeah. stay consistent, keep going. Definitely. Once you see that progress. Hundred percent, and I think like going back to where you were saying it's brick by brick. Like you have to start off if you're getting started, you have to start off slow. Start with a quantity goal, not like. But you have to get started. Yeah, like so. A lot of my clients, when they start off, I write out goals for them: short-term, long-term goals. And every single one of my short-term goals is something that is measured by something other than like their weight or a number of reps, like say like they want to be able to do five pull-ups or something like that. Like I don't do any types of those goals. My Every single goal that I make with a client is consistency-based in the beginning, the first month goal. My only goal for them is to, if they're struggling to come in one week, one time a week, I'm trying to get you in three times a week. If they're sitting at three times a week and they're struggling to get in more, my goal is to get you in five times a week. In the beginning, it's just about setting the small goals so that in doing the small lifestyle habit changes that then will eventually, like once you get a little bit of a taste of the progress, you'll want to keep changing more and you want to keep changing more. And so you just Atomic have to, habits. yeah, it, and it's, um, addicting. It's addicting. Once you get started, it's like, you just have to keep going. You have to keep finding different things that continue to push you towards your goals 100 facts damn bro spending knowledge over here go off i'm angry (laughs) (laughs) so for someone trying to lose weight Mm -hmm. what cardio would you recommend that's a good question i don't really think there's necessarily a type of cardio that like is necessarily better than another one it's just first of all you want to kind of find something that you actually enjoy doing otherwise you're not going to do it consistently so biggest thing, like for us, we do jujitsu, so we actually enjoy doing that. So it makes it easy to keep going, keep doing it. But I also think there's like this myth in the health industry that in order to lose weight, you have to do a bunch of cardio, which I think that there is a certain degree of truth to that. Cardio is important. It has its own benefits. There's a lot of bodily benefits that cardio has, like where you're getting your respiratory system going, you're getting your heart rate up. Like yeah. there's a lot of benefits to doing that for your internal health. But 
Um, as far as just losing weight, first of all, your biggest thing is nutrition. You just have to be in a caloric deficit. But for cardio, what I recommend to my clients who are trying to lose weight is a good mixture of strength training with cardio because um, I recommend doing about five, four to five days of strength training and then sprinkling in three to four days of cardio on top of that. So on the days that you're doing both strength training and cardio, you just do a little bit of strength training, a little bit of cardio, good half and half mix. But the reason that I tell people to do that is because strength training, you're actually burning calories for 24 to 36 hours after your initial exercise. So your body's just burning more calories while it's going back and repairing those um, muscle fibers that you tore up. So your body has to go back and do all these different bodily functions that normally it doesn't have to do as much. And that causes your body to just continue to burn more calories for 24 to 36 hours after that exercise. So you're burning calories for a long time after. And then cardio, you only burn calories for about six to eight hours after exercise. So, but it's a little bit more aggressive or calorie burning. Whereas like the strength training is over a long period of time, a little bit slower. So that's why I recommend a good mixture because during the cardio, you're burning a lot of calories in the now, whereas in strength training, you're burning more calories over a certain amount of time. So the more calories or the more calories that you burn, obviously the easier it's going to be for you to lose weight. So if you're doing a good mixture of both of those, you're going to be burning a lot more calories throughout your day. But the biggest thing is just finding something that you actually enjoy and and that way you can do it consistently. Yeah. I, that's why I recommend jujitsu. Yeah. Because it's cardio, but it's super fun. Mm -hmm. It is so enjoyable. Just going rolling against your friends. Yeah. It's a community and you feel dead after, but mm -hmm. it's almost like taking drug. Like yeah. you get that dopamine hit and it's like wow. And even if like right now. no matter how you feel going in there, when you leave mm -hmm. you always feel way better. 100%. Every single time. Yeah, it's awesome. Jits is always the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Gives but you that confidence outside. Too. Yeah, facts. It mm -hmm. gives it makes you walk around like you got a big pair. And like you said, if you find something that you're actually interesting in to fulfill your cardio needs, mm -hmm. it's a lot easier that way because, mm -hmm. like Hank mentioned, nobody wants to just go for a run. Yeah. I mean, there's a few psychopaths who enjoy yeah. just running <laughs> ten miles straight. Yeah. But I don't know the about those me, people though. But um, I don't know so yeah, them. like just going to play basketball or jujitsu, another sport. Whatever it is, if you just find something that you're actually interested in, yeah. then it makes it 10 times easier. So much easier. Okay, I could talk about health and fitness stuff for days, but we'll save that for another podcast. Um, next, I want to introduce this. We did this on our first podcast, but we're introducing it as an official segment, our Would You Rather segment. So we're going to just ask a Would You Rather question, whether that's one that we thought of or someone sends in. So you can comment a would you rather question if you got something you're dying to hear Hank's cold take about. Oh, yeah. But um, our would you rather question for today. Would you rather go back 300 years in the past or go forward 300 years in the future? Hank, go. Ooh, shit ski. That's a hard one. Um, I've been doing a lot of thinking on this. I think I would rather go back. No. I want to go forward. <laughs> He's half and half. <laughs> I want to go forward because I enjoy a lot aliens, of... Aliens, bro. What if they take over by then? I'd be cool with the aliens. I feel like we'd get along. What if the aliens aren't cool with you, though? 
Choke him out. Facts. You do know <laughs> jujitsu. I wonder if your jujitsu evolution or like evolves over the next. Yeah. Think about how I'm like get, a, get the hooks in. I'm like a four stripe black belt. It's probably just a different <laughs> color belt by then. I hit it for sure. <laughs> and never know. Like you think video games now. Like imagine Grand Theft Auto 30. Like you never. know. Oh yeah, but what happens if you just go? <laughs> what happens if you just flash forward 300 years in the future and it's Wally like? level have you seen wally i haven't you haven't seen wally was what, what if it's just the earth is deserted yeah i was thinking that it could you're the only human left what if the whole we've already moved on to a different planet so you going forward 300 years there's a lot of questions of what the world could look like we, know, we don't know we know what the world would look like 300 years in the past there's yeah, a little that's bit of why safety I there go forward because i'm going to the unknown okay, okay all right so xander are you saying then you go to the past shit i don't know because that's, that's so tough I mean, would you go back to shooting muskets or um, laser beam weapons? Like, that's see, all I I'm think curious about, about the future because I feel like there's so many new inventions that are intriguing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But hey, curiosity killed the cat. So I feel like I would go in the past Purr. because <laughs> Purr. I feel like I'd go in the past because we know what it looked like and. Honestly, like the world of technology, I feel like has torn us down as like a human mm-hmm. race a little bit and destroyed mm-hmm. our morals. And I don't know, maybe I'm mm-hmm. getting too deep with this. Yeah, but. we took a little bit of a turn. <laughs> also, I probably would I'm live shedding to be like a tear. 50. Also, I'd probably live to be like 50 yep. with the medicine uh-huh. back then. So uh-huh. it's, a, it's evolved a lot since then. Yeah, um, it's tough because you just don't know. You could be either driving flying cars or driving like old. Horse. Wait, were there cars Horseback. back in seventeen hundreds? Yeah. What about you? What would you choose? We're hopping on um, the saddle, boys. Um, I'm saying, I would go. Do you live your whole life? Do you just like reset your life? Do you just go back from birth? Yeah. Three hundred years, you or you come in with my current knowledge? No, nope, you're born. So w- what happens to the jiu-jitsu that. thing? Your jiu-jitsu thing about aliens is next. I'll figure step. it out. I'll get back into it. Okay. Yeah. I'll get back months. into it. I'll <laughs> refine the passion. Okay. Then I'm going to say I'm going to play it safe and go back in the past. Because I feel like it would still be dope, first of all. I would invent some super cool stuff. I already know it because nothing's invented oh, back then. Oh, that's a cheat code. Now you don't have no original ideas now. But back then, everything was original. So I but your just, intelligence wouldn't be as... That doesn't matter. I already know that I am a lion. I will succeed. So, like, you put me in any situation, I guess. You'd be a big person 300 years ago. Like, you'd be... Yeah, which means that you were rich. Hey, you go back, you can play some bets, get your bread up, play some bets on things you Mm -hmm. know that are going to happen. Yeah, like gladiator fights. Gladiator fights. Yeah, maybe they have MGM Grand. I think they did. <laughs> 300 years ago? I Never think know. they did. You're going to be wagering with gold tokens <laughs> yeah. instead, though. Yeah? I would be a gladiator. Would you guys be a gladiator? You'd be like a minus 1,000 favorite. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Yeah. Hank, I'm curious. We're going to go. I want to hear a super cold take of Hank. So um, I have a list of sauces. Oh, God. Like the dipping sauce sauces. Okay, we're gonna say that you're di- the, the thing you're dipping guy, is. Should we say a French fry? I don't. Know. Okay, 
I'm just going to give you the sauces. How about that? Yeah, just in general. Just in general. But you're going to pick your top three sauces in order, and then you're never allowed to have the other sauce again. So you have to play that. The other sauces that you don't put in your top three, you have to play that in your mind. You're never going to have that sauce again. All right, so we've got eight sauces here. Cane sauce, Chick-fil-A, ketchup, ranch, mustard, honey mustard, barbecue, and sweet and sour sauce. Hank, let me hear... The coldest take this side of the hemisphere. I already know this dude's number one. Yeah, well, I'm glad you chose me know. first. Like so I many different things. Have the sauce on me. This is the flavor <laughs> god. We're sitting in history's presence right now. Thank you for the acknowledgement. Yeah. So I'll start with three. I'm gonna go cane sauce. Um, okay. I'm glad really, it made the top three at least with you. I'm yeah. not, it's not really diverse. Uh, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. But it's just so good. It's like if you don't choose that. What are you Yeah. Doing? Like the flavor with it, boom. Yeah, I think that's in every single human being's top three. I yeah. swear they got crack in that or something. There's yeah. something. That's addicting. Definitely has crack in it, 100%. I don't know what they do, but... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And my second, I think everyone knows what this is. Good old ketchup. Yeah, you put ketchup <laughs> on everything. Back to the roots. <laughs> like, put ketchup on anything. Like, American dream right there. This so. man puts ketchup on things that do not deserve ketchup. <laughs> It needs ketchup. Like, there's a, like anything that <laughs> Hank eats, ketchup. Every single thing. My problem with ketchup is how do they store it in room temperature for so long? Like how do they make it? What are they putting in it to make it so it can sit on a shelf for six months? But you could Preserve also say it. the say, same thing about the other sauces. Preserve same it. exact same. No, I feel like cane sauce is kept cold. Most so? sauces are kept cold. <laughs> Yeah, true. Not mustard, though. Okay, anyways, yeah. Number one. And number one, we all know what that answer I is. I do. Ranch. Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> ranch is I, the ultimate mecca of sauces. I've seen this dude put ranch on everything. This man has thrown ranch on a hot dog. Mm, that does have, not belong. That's not my not greatest right. moments. I would not <laughs> That's lie. not right. <laughs> I'm never going to do on that. It. This dude's logic is you throw a ranch on it, then it's going to get better regardless. Yeah, no. I'm a ketchup mustard fan on hot dogs now. But, hey, I've been there. You're done with the ranch And I know you've been the there, too. Dogs? No. I but, feel like nobody has ever done that except for you. <laughs> yeah, well, That's, specifically Runza Ranch. Give me Runza yeah. Ranch. Mm-hmm. It's game over. Hey, that if one's you know, you know. cheat code. That if you know, you know. Code. Runza Ranch hits. Different. Yeah. there's Runza Ranch is superior sauce of every sauce ever to ever exist. Xander, what are your favorite sauces? Here's the list. I don't want to read them again. I know my number one. Yeah, everyone knows your number Let's one. See here. All right, so number three, we're going to go with honey mustard. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I've always been a slut for honey mustard. That's classic. That's a so classic. I got to throw that in there Mid. at number three. Spicy honey mustard? <laughs> You're canceled. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. And then number two. I'm only going with this one strictly due to the versatility of it. I will say Chick-fil-A's flavor is better, but I'm mm. going with ranch strictly due to the versatility. Yeah, aspect. you can put ranch on literally anything except for a hot dog like Hank did. Yeah, damn near anything you yeah, can throw ranch on. Not a hot on. dog. Not a hot dog. Not the glizzies, though. Nope, that was crazy. Of Been you. there, done that. Not my best idea. I'm going to buy a t-shirt for you. Last. I'm going to buy a t-shirt for you that says, I'm a psychopath. 
Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number one, we all know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Jokes. As we mentioned. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not actually a psychopath. Maybe. You never know. As we mentioned, <laughs> Canes has crack in it. Mm-hmm. So Canes, the obvious. They have to put here. something in there other than just sauce things in order to yeah. make it. Addictive. That shit just hits <laughs> diffy. I don't know what it is, but. Okay, for me, I've got a little bit of a different take because of McDonald's McNuggets. So, my number three is sweet and sour sauce. Especially when you go to a Chinese restaurant, you order sweet and sour chicken. The only bad thing about sweet and sour is you can only put it on chicken, basically. Yeah, there's not Let's much. Let's put it on a cheeseburger. It was pretty good. See, I could fuck with the sweet and sour on my 10-piece McNuggie, but there's not much mm-hmm. versatility to it. Outside of chicken. I'm trying to think of anything else that I would put it on, but I can't even think of it. But it hits so hard on chicken, and I eat like 70% chicken. So, I mean, I kind of have to. Yeah, ranch. I like it on my nuggies. Ranch is my number two, but this one is a kind of asterisk next to it because normal ranch, I don't fuck with it that much, but runs a ranch, it makes it top tier, which if you don't know runs a, you That's just fair. are missing out. So, we don't need to go into that That's anymore. Fair. And then I've got the typical go to. Number one, same thing with America. America agrees with me. China agrees with me. Everywhere agrees with me. Cane sauce for number Gots one. To. <laughs> you Gots have to. to. Everyone, everyone can support that opinion. All right, so Hank, we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. I'm interested to hear your cold ass take. I'd love to hear what you have to say about what who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. I just well, have to say, last week's takes did not age well whatsoever. Nope. Bengals lost. Our takes were cold as shit. They really didn't lose, though. They won. They were just yeah. robbed. I mean, let... Yeah. They were robbed. They yeah, that game was a hard game Sounds to like watch. a typical Bengals fan. I'll, I'll have some sleep over that one. I wanted to, they did us dirty there. Hank predicted that the Bengals and Eagles would be in the Super Bowl and that they'd win 33-10. to 10. And they should. They should have. Here we are. It was, it was a robbery. The script. It was all the script. The DeMar Hamlin script. That's all they wanted. They wanted Mahomes in there. <laughs> so bad. Tell me why you get two third downs. You can't. It's that simple. It's never been done ever. So. I uh, did see the ref running in with his arms waving. Part of the script. But the, the fans were so loud that they couldn't hear it. I got on Twitter after, and my feed was just filled with people saying the Bengals got robbed, and all of them were like, "I'm not even a Bengals fan," and the Bengals were robbed from that game. Like, I agree that last hit was a late hit on Pat Mahomes, but there are so many things that happened before that that shouldn't even have been led to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the refs had a huge dictation on that game and where it went. Okay, Super Bowl predictions. Okay. I was sent the script from mm. a person in the NFL. We're not going to name names. I don't want to rat mm. anyone out. Yeah. But it didn't show me how the Super Bowl goes. And let me just drop it here first. We got the Eagles winning. Beating the Chiefs. Score? 28-21. Oh, it's a close one. All right. It's a close one. I got Eagles scoring seven first. In the first quarter? Yep. And then the Chiefs score 14 in the next. Damn. And the Eagles take over from there. You do the math. (laughs) I got a prop for you. We got... Miles Sanders scoring a touchdown. That's part of the script. I'm not going to give mm-hmm. any more. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about those behind closed doors. But I do see that happening because I know it's happening. Yeah. So put your bread on it. 
You're gonna mm-hmm. make some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout you out Guy Fieri for hosting the Super Bowl watch party. He's a man and a legend for that. Yeah. Guy Fieri. He's one of the flavor guys. He hit me up. Can you be in town? So I live here, boy. <laughs> but I got some plans. So I'm not gonna be able to make it. Let's save a couple cheeseburgers for me. Yeah. And I'll come pick it up after the game. He's actually coming after to hang out here, and yeah. we're going to have a sleepover. Yeah. So. What about yeah. you? Who do you think is going to win? I think Eagles are going to – no, I take it back. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Well, off my script, that is wrong. So. Yeah, which I know you guys hate that because you guys think it's a robbery here, but I think it's the Chiefs' year. I called it last pod. I said it's Patty Mahomes' year. Sticking to it. <laughs> Sticking to it. There's a fluke. <laughs> Pat Mahomes sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't good. He's right. Joe Burrow wannabe. That's He's Joe only Burrow been there the sucks. last four to five years, but it was a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Burrow. I don't even need to get Joe on Burrow him. Cra- I don't even need to get on him. Trading that boy. I don't even need to get on him. I don't so you got Chiefs it. winning in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And I might take the over at 50 and a half. That's bold, though. Are you dropping some cheese on it? Nope, probably so like be 10 bucks. Points, so you'd be one point <laughs> off if you did that. Yeah. So, <laughs> which that's, it's always close like that. The, yeah. Somehow Vegas knows they're good like that. It's only it's like the they know it's going to be 28 to 21. Minus 50? It's almost like they know. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> the script's been printed. Yep. Okay. Well, there were a lot of things on uh, our first podcast as of today. Today was actually our first release date for the podcast, but. You guys won't be hearing it on this day, obviously. But um, there were a lot of things that we, a lot of feedback that we heard from a lot of different people. And we just want to say we appreciate all the feedback, constructive criticism. Thank you very much. Um, Keep reaching out to us. If you know us personally, um, you can personal message us or uh, comment things that you like to see more of or that if you don't like hearing Hank's cold takes, we can try. We can try and work those out. I don't really know how we'll do that, but. So uh, we'd love to hear more um, constructive criticism on how we can make this better. And um, if you have any thoughts on a would you rather for our would you rather segment or just questions that you'd like to hear from us, um, you can comment those or um, DM us or whatever. Also put your answer in the comment. Yeah. What's your favorite sauces? Pick that. Um, So. Answers any women that need any help with anything? DMs are open. The boy's I'm available. Connoisseur of a lot. So Taking applications. <laughs> a lot. And I got you. Taking applications. <laughs> yes. So you can follow our social medias. We got Instagram and a TikTok as well as a YouTube. You can watch the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever is more convenient for you as well as YouTube, obviously. Um, so we're going to be posting every other week, um, hopefully dropping on Sundays around 6 or 7. Um, West Pacific time. So uh, you guys can pay attention to that. Yeah, no big deal. So that's it for episode two of Valley Talk podcast. Thank you all for all the encouragement and support. We've had a ton of Mm -hmm. support through this. and um, It's been dope to have people like reaching out, saying that they watched the podcast and that they enjoy it and stuff. Got a ton of encouragement, support, and feedback. So and well. seeing like our faces in people's living rooms. That's, that's cool. Crazy. That's yeah. dope. And shout out Tim for yeah, supporting real. the bros. That was awesome. JX, Unreal. all the homies. Yeah. Surreal shout out. Moment. That'll be told one day. 
Yeah, we'll tell our kids about that someday. Yeah. No big deal. All right, that's a wrap for us. We'll see you guys next time. All right, Peace and out. love.